So last time we all met, our boys were getting ready to leave Donning, which finally after a few days of preparation, you did. Say goodbye to Kara and took off in the train with Rowan Starling. On this train ride, you had a couple conversations as you tend to do. Virgil and Rowan somehow both managed to avoid their past and can't help but bring it up. There's a distance between them, but Virgil seems to be trying to close it. Ox received a message from Sheriff Donna back home in somewhere, and can't tell you if he's lying or not, but he seems to intend to tell her about what it is that Commander-in-Chief Terran Devane is planning. Aside from that, your train ride's not been too eventful. Until after you left the border of Phoenix Island, it stopped with a shudder. Y'all stood up, ran out of your train car, and came face to face with the Khmer standing in the hallway. Ox raised his arm, took a shot. Now you're in a fight proper. Virgil, what are you doing? He has just begun his blade song, and it is a whistled tune, sort of aimless, but constant. And as he raises his sword to slash at the chimera, it frosts over. Take that damage. Oh, the full damage, that's fun. It's a good start. 20 good hit. That first attack is 12 damage. And the two, that's 14 on the second strike. Okay. And if I can, I will scoot over to the side to make room for Rowan and the boys behind me. Virgil, you've run forward to make your attacks. And so the chimera naturally is going to take a little stab at you. Um, each one of its heads makes a, a, a lunge towards you, but both miss except for the toothy maw of the, the canine head. You take 11 piercing damage as its teeth sink into your, your sword arm and tear away at you. Awesome. Henry. I mean, given its size, I'm definitely going to have him back up a bit. Since I've got the oath bow, I'm going to use it to apply the sworn enemy piece to the chimera. Okay, so 19 piercing on the first one. Nice. Go, Henry. Look at you go. Yeah. Hitting your mark. Nat 20, baby. Oh, Let's go. oh, he just needed to be priced. Yeah. <laughs> no. Should have known. Yeah. 38. For a bow shot? The sworn enemy thing gives you 3d6 added to it. Whoa. It's a good yeah. bow. Wow. Yeah. I was like, damn. And you also get advantage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Henry! And you can only use it on one enemy once per day cycle, unless they don't die, in which case you have to wait a seven day cycle. Yeah, it's any attacks against like these sworn enemies. So if we had like five Whoa. guys, he would be really good against one guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it roars and lets out a painful sounding scream from its dear goat head that you have never heard from a living creature before. And Kian, it's your turn. Kian holds out his hand, he whispers something in Celestial and tries to cast Hex. Disadvantage on wisdom checks. Okay. With that same hand, he will cast Eldritch Blast. A 21 to hit? Sweet. <laughs> he holds out his hand, the chimera is bathed in like a golden light for a second, and then shooting kind of from the ground, two beams hit the creature. 15 points of force damage four points of necrotic damage. We'll have more space if we can lure him to the dining car. Before it can have a moment to snap at you, Rowan, who's been taking in the situation, um, he was originally trying to keep you all from joining the fray, but he races forward. Did you roll a natural one or something? Like, was that why you're making that face? 
Oh no. There's a burst of flame that fills the train car, but you don't feel any heat from it. And in the place where Rowan is standing, you now see a large red-maned lion uh, that leaps at the chimera and with a roar tries to bite at its at its throat and just gets thrown off by its paw and, and falls back a few feet. Ox, it's your turn. Ox is going to unfurl the whip on his belt. He does take a step forward because it is a 10-foot reach. 15. Okay. Uh, 15 misses. 17 to hit the second time. 17 misses. No! It, with impressive dexterity for something so large, bends and rolls and the whip just hits the train car doors around you, shattering one of them actually, but not shattering the enemy you wanted to. Virgil. Virgil sees this out of his periphery and just distinctly does not turn to look and he will slash down again at the chimera. The first one is only a 15, so he'll swing again. The second one is a 21. 21 hits. And as the blade impacts, there's a burst of golden, almost radiant light, and there is a brand left on this creature, like at the sternum. It almost looks like you can't tell if it's a sun or a flower, and it remains there after the blade pulls away. That's 16 damage, and there's no room for him to run anywhere, so he he heard Kian's call, but he holds his ground on this thing, because he'll get hit if he runs. The creature like rears back, its head hits the ceiling as it does so. As it falls, a heat fills the room first, and then a, a cone of flame erupts from its three mouths, all just down this hallway towards all of you. You all need to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh no. Where is everyone in relation to me? Okay, Rowan's the one next to me. It's Ox. Wait, Nat it's 20, baby. Nat 20? Hey, Ox. That's a uh, 14 for Ox. Is Ox here? Uh, yeah, Ox would be right. Yeah, sort of in between you and Henry. Did he step back after the whip? Mm. Okay, that's He's fair. Back. Delilah and mm-hmm. yeah. are they out of it? Are actually out of the range. Ooh. Sorry. Oh well, never mind. Nice. <laughs> so <laughs> Ox, Ox fourteen, Kian, not twenty, not twenty, Virgil ten. ten. They're still rolling. There's too much math. Oh my god. Virgil and Ox, you take thirty-one points of damage, <gasps> uh, of fire damage, and Kian, you take fifteen okay. points of fire damage as a white hot flame just roars down this hallway. And Henry, you feel the heat of it against you, but but it doesn't quite hit you and fizzles out before it reaches you. As the flame spews out over us, Virgil screams and the brand on the thing flares bright white and it will take, that's me and Rowan. So that will take six points of psychic damage. I'm very hurt, you guys. It's going to run past you two. Oh, I will attempt to sentinel it and keep Do it from moving. Nope, that misses. It just thunders past you. Um, Rowan also tries to uh, slash at it with his claws, and he misses as well. It just goes right by you both. Just leaps Uh, over them? Yeah, it tries to leap over both of you to reach the end of the train car. Yeah, he's gonna drop the whip and pick up his scimitar. It practically bowls you over Kian as as it runs by. Ox, you have a chance to slash out with your scimitar. 11 points of damage. Your blade just runs down its side, um, dripping with purple-red blood as it gets past you and just tears down the door over to the other side of the train car and through to what you know is the dining car. Yes, you can see through this hole it's created this sort of slightly charred, rough (laughs) new doorway it's made into the dining car. It's not full right now, but you see the the sides are, are lined with five tables on each each side of the train, lovely curtains in the windows. There's a, a couple on the far right corner, as well as a, a family of four on the left middle, who all look up and, and scream as the as the chimera runs in. Oh no, fuck. <laughs> Henry, it's your turn. 
what does it look like the intent of the chimera is? It ran into the dining car and and it did stop and sort of seemed to take in its surroundings. Its back is to you. Are they associated with any language? It's a monster, isn't it? They are mostly associated with Draconic. Darn, that's not a language that I have. <laughs> okay, so I can't yell at it into Draconic. So then we'll just go ahead and we'll keep it in common. For now. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. So Henry will call out to the back of this chimera. I don't believe we are finished here and call for Delilah to bite an ankle. Fuck <laughs> yeah! All right, then Delilah yeah. will leap across oh to the other side to the dining car and yeah. take a stab at its ankle. How many hit points does Delilah have? Enough. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's so fine. It's fine, just ignore the DM's face. How high are the ceilings above this creature's head? It's like touching the ceilings. Okay. They're probably about 12 feet high. Delilah leaps across to the other side and tries to take a snap at its ankle, but misses her landing a bit and stumbles. Henry takes just a bit of a step back to where Ox and Kian are to square up with the door to see through the chimera to take take a shot. Oh, good thing that has advantage. Wow, it didn't help. <laughs> Twelve. Fire two shots at it. They both fly over its head. One actually lands in the middle of the table of this <laughs> uh, this family enjoying some some scones and tea, and they all like scream. And this kid stands up, and they all start to run back yeah. towards the end of the train car. Kian. Kian will look to see the people mutter like shit under his breath, and he will stay within melee but run around to try to get himself in between. So I guess we're doing a melee attack now. And he's gonna... Classic. In the world's tiniest ice Okay. Cream. 22 to hit. 22 hits? Okay, so I get sneak <laughs> attack and hex. Five... I can do math. Six slashing damage as he slashes, like, upwards at maybe the canine head. Three necrotic, just one extra sneak attack. And then I think knowing that Virgil is hurt, he will bonus action... Four points. Nice! Of healing. Okay, you're away as you're just kind of engulfed in a golden glow for a second. Thank you. You're welcome. Rowan's also going to activate his crimson light. Is that how you want it to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just bringing the energy that you brought. <laughs> it's a blood hunter thing, you guys. <laughs> he stands up from where he's fallen when he was pushed by the chimera, and as he does so, just swipes his claw down his own flank. There's another burst of flame and smell of smoke, and he runs forward with bloodstained claws and leaps over to the other side to the train car. He he swipes at it twice. It managed to dodge out of the way if he misses. This family that was finally driven to to move from their sort of frozen fear by Henry's arrow slamming into their table, um, all stands up and starts to run back. The what you can assume is a parent or older something picks up the kid, and they just beeline for the back of the train car. The couple at the end is a, an elderly half-orc couple, and they are kind of hobbling their way to the door to follow. One of the, the half-elves starts to try to help them over into the next train car. And Ox, it's your turn. Ox is going to step within melee range and slash with his scimitar again. That's a dirty 20. Yeah, dirty 20 hits. And that's a 10 points of slashing damage. They're hacking away at this guy. It looks a little bloodied, but is standing strong. You can even feel just beneath your blade, though the attacks are definitely hitting. It has a very, has a rough hide. Uh, Virgil. 
he, in the middle of his whistling song, will sort of run past Ox and vault over Delilah and flank with Rowan on this thing. And I will take two slashes at it again. That's 23. The second one doesn't hit. That's only eight points of damage. He will reach out and attempt to bind this thing with his blood curse. So I'm gonna need you to roll a strength save. You said don't tell you what it is, but it was a natural 20. Fuck. Three hit points for nothing. It's fine though. Wait, I had advantage on the second strike because I was flanking. I'm a fool. I'm a fool, an idiot. Uh, it's my bonus. Plus six is 18. 18 that hits. That does hit. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Is that, it's another 12 damage. 12 damage. Yes. It does not look happy. Yeah, I don't imagine so. Mm-hmm. All of its heads are just so mad. Ox, does a 14 hit you? Uh, is it attacking no, Ox? it does not. Right now? It attacks Ox. It attacks you, Virgil, for 26. That will definitely hit me. As it chomps down on Virgil, he will strike out at its leg because it attacked Ox. So I'm gonna sentinel it. It whips away immediately from you, Virgil, to stab at Kian with the pronged deer head. Does a 22 yeah. hit you? For sure, that yeah. hits me. Virgil, beneath its teeth again, 15 points of piercing damage. Okay. And Kian, you take as it stabs into your shoulder, uncomfortably close to where you once had a wooden stake resting. The horns sort of go in and out, and you take 11 points of piercing damage. As Virgil is left swaying on his feet, the brand flares again, and that's another six damage to it. Nice. Buddy, do you have a potion on you? I have one. I'll take it next round, but I don't know that it will keep me up. Henry, it's your turn. Back up another five feet. You know, a little extra distance. Uh, 24. 12 points of piercing damage on the first attack. Nice. 23. Points of damage? Piercing damage, yeah. As a bonus action, because Delilah didn't attack, she can disengage and go back to... Yes. Save her. Here, girl. Excellent. Very quickly, it is starting to look like it is suffering as these arrows fly into its neck and shoulders and and lodge deep into its body. Its coat is now drenched in this purple-red blood, but it it keeps fighting. Uh, Kian, it's your turn. Somehow you have no bleeding boys in melee. I think you get to tell me if the creature counts. You are not... You are not overcome by bloodlust in the in a close range to this creature. Kian has a taste just for boys. It is not a pleasant sight or smell. Does Virgil looks really hurt? Kian looks to Virgil, sees him swaying and just, it's okay. What? He casts Polymorph on you and a wave of that like same golden light kind of envelops Virgil for a second and he turns into a quite large, if we're going by the challenge rating of a giant ape flavor-wise, mountain lion. And remind me, I have the intelligence and wisdom of a mountain lion? Yeah. Okay. What are my hit points? Whoa. It's 157? (laughs) Guys, I'm I'm okay now. Dude, you're fine. I was at two (laughs) hit points. (laughs) All right, Rowan lunges forward again, and this time, he does manage to sink his teeth into the shoulder of the chimera. And as he does so, he sort of almost vaults himself up to, to claw down its back. More of that blood starts to pour down its body and Rowan does a good deal of damage. Rowan does uh, 19 damage and then vaults back off onto the ground again beside Keen. There's blood next to you now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> there is blood next to you now, Keen. The family at the other end of the train car open the door. Um, you can hear it just slam open and go on, go on, go on, ushering the rest of the group over to the other side. There are people just standing in the hallway in the train car behind the dining hall, looking in, trying to figure out what's going on. 
everyone has a look of intense fear in their eyes. Ox, it's your turn. Ox is once again going to slash with his scimitar. That's a 19 to hit, and that's only seven damage. 27 to hit, eight points of damage. All right. Yeah, Aurora's finally, as you take these attacks, you're sort of behind it, so you hit its back flank and leg. Virgil, it's your turn. You are a large cat. There's another cat, and another sort of cat. I think he has enough mental faculty to remember that the sort of cat is an enemy, so he will lunge at that thing. Yeah, it smells bad. First attack misses, but I do have multi-attack. The second one is a 27 to hit as well. Oh, 27 misses. Oh, shit. Well... (laughs) It hits anyway. Oh my God. <laughs> is 22 damage. It does not seem to like its new cat friend, and it's going to... Oh, you're good. Yay! <laughs> Virgil, please roll a uh, dexterity saving throw. Okay. That's only an 11. It's okay. You take 35 points of fire damage. I'm so glad I'm a cat. As these flames erupt around you, and past you and, and sort of smolder on the, the table. There's a smell of singed fur that, that fills the train car as it hits Virgil directly pretty much in the face. And now you are a whiskerless cat. No! So keep that concentration <laughs> You're up, You're so babe. strong and so sexy. I do have good cons. Not excellent. Hey, Ox. Hold your gun in your right hand, right? Who's saying this to Ox? Answer me. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna have you switch your left arm. Turn around and uh take a shot at your friend Henry. Should I roll? Roll a d20, yeah. Roll to attack. So is Ox's initiative changing though? No. That's what that little dot is on the fucking initiative tracker. It's a 25 to hit. Henry does a 25 hit? Yeah, his concentration is like or AC is like 12. <laughs> All right. I think your gun's possessed. That's only eight points of damage. Okay. <laughs> He's only got 44. <laughs> He's more than I have right now. Yeah. You have two attacks per turn. Roll again. 14 to hit. Second bullet flies past you, Henry, by your ear. I thought you were a better shot than that. Henry, it's your turn. Henry staggers as the as a shot hits him on the shoulder. Ox, what the fuck? I think if Ox is allowed to react, he'll drop the gun. There's a clatter as it falls down to the ground as you're standing in between these two train cars. Henry notches another arrow, very briefly glances to Ox before he takes his shot. The bow's not pointed at Ox, it's pointed past him at the Crimera, but it does look rather close. Best friends. Yeah. As he takes his first shot, he will call out to Ox, please let me know if I need to be directing my shot at you. What's wrong with you? Ox would love to know. Roll to attack. 19. I don't know. I don't know if I did the best at conveying it, but for Ox, his offer was serious about whether or not he needs to be shot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he doesn't not need to be shot. Thank you for clarifying. Okay, it's 17 on that first. Ox doesn't respond to needing to be shot. No, I think Ox just looks sort of incredulously between you and the gun. When he doesn't respond immediately after that second arrow, he takes another shot at the corner. <laughs> oh, nat 20, fuck yeah. Killing it. Please, please kill it. Yeah, it was so 30, 26. I can, uh-huh. Yeah. The second arrow 
lodges between its ears in the back of its head. It stumbles forward and, and almost falls before it just barely rights itself. It looks like it is barely clinging on to life at this point. Kian. This blood dies first. He failed that one, but that's fine for right now. Okay, I think I'm gonna Eldritch Blast 22. And the second one, 14, did not hit. No. He holds out his hand and another beam strikes at the creature from below. The creature takes 13 points of force damage and six points of necrotic. Concentrated light, it's blinding for a second, and then it just dims as the creature falls. There's a loud thump as it teeters and falls to the ground. Uh, This dark blood leaks over the surface of the carpet and you're sort of standing in a puddle of it. The family behind you and the the couple are sitting at the end have reached the other train cart. And you can see the back end of a crowd that was trying to escape through the other side of the train turn back to look at you as it grows quieter. And then there is a crashing sound and you all turn to see a web of cracks tracing across the window beside you. You see a, a rock hit the window, more splinters across the glass. Can we see through the window? Is there anything, anyone? Make a perception check. If I may, how big is this window? Uh, the windows are, are fairly large. They take up most of the wall. As a mountain lion, that is a 16 perception. I like to make an attempt to have Henry go outside, get on top of the train car that they're in. Is there like a hatch on top? Um, There'd be a ladder on this side. Okay, okay. like in yeah. the middle. Henry, you start to climb up to the top of the train. Virgil, when you look out, you see the train has stopped beside maybe a large chunk of gray stone, but there's something geometric about it. And you just see a a slight flicker of movement uh, at the top. And then another stone hits the window and it shatters. He would leap through it at this thing. Kian would run to the window. His pupils are like pinpricks and his fangs are slightly visible as he runs away from Rowan. He's gonna stand at the window, look out and see if he can see anyone or anything. Ox, what are you doing? Ox picks up his gun that he dropped. To be clear, Ox, to do that, you do need to get off the train. You were here when you dropped it and you dropped onto the ground. You were standing Uh, between the train cars. Ox will jump down and grab it then. There's another burst of white flame that consumes Rowan's form and he transforms back into into a man again, breathing heavily. Uh, he has a hand on the, the hilt of his sword and he also runs towards the window uh, beside Kian. Ox, as you pick up your gun and the rest of you, as you stare towards this source of the window breaking, Henry up on top of the train, the rest of you beside this window, you see a, a figure appear at the top. They seem to be holding something in their hand that looks like, like a baton of some sort. They raise it up, grab it with their other hand and as if on some sort of invisible rope, they start to glide in the air towards the train car and towards the broken window. They have to go past me, right? I think you're gonna have to jump to try to attack it. That works for me. As it slides past you, you see the form of some sort of humanoid moving too quickly to really recognize much more about it. Does an 18 hit? It does. It's 16 damage. All right, you you swipe out as it goes by. It sort of rocks on this rope that it's swinging on. Uh, and you hear it like, ah! As uh, it flies through the window and lands heavily on on the table beside you, uh, Kian and Rowan. And I'm gonna have us all re-roll for initiative. Small figure. Yeah, how halfling? small? Um, like halfling gnomish size. A. 16. 18. 11. 
there's a half second of silence as you all sort of gather yourself um, and and turn to this figure. And then they leap over to Rowan is standing between the figure and Kian, so it's going to jump for Rowan, brandishing a short sword from a case on their back. This is a small, cloaked, hooded figure wearing a mask. You can't tell if they're no more halfling, but they look to be about that size, um, wearing all dark colors, like blacks and grays. You can see how they would have blended in well with the, the structure that they glided over from. So they make two slashes, um, just whip fast at Rowan. One of them misses as as he dodges to the side, and as he does so, he he just sort of stumbles slightly, and the other one hits him in the shoulder. The blade pierces impressively deep, revealing a, a strength to this smaller figure that you perhaps wouldn't have predicted. Rowan lets out a, a cry of pain and draws his sword. Kian, it's your turn. Mm-hmm. I think you should attack with advantage because it's an ally who's not expecting you to attack. Yeah. So it's basically a surprise attack. By him. You probably have proficiency in yeah. fighting, right? You've done it <laughs> enough times. Kian, just having gotten himself away from all of the blood and fighting momentarily, is still dazed. He looks and sees the figure attack. There's more blood. His pupils are still pinpricks, and he just bares his teeth at Rowan and bites the upper arm. And then as soon as he bites down, there's a sense of clarity as he regains himself. He widens his eyes, backs up, raises his hands. Shit. Um... Three. Rowan lets out a, a sort of hiss of pain and, and turns like, around, almost ready to to strike whatever it is behind him. All he sees is you, Kian. He just stares at you, confused for a second. Henry, it's your turn. Henry is probably right up like the top rung, enough to see over to the the little guy go into the train. Yes. Make a perception check. Oh God, there's more. That's a nap one. Oh, Henry. So there's another one of these structures you notice, further down past the dining car. It's a little bit smaller than the one that this this figure just jumped from. And you do think that you see a flicker of movement in that direction, but you can't tell what it is. Henry takes a glance down to Ox under him and the rest of the others in the car and finishes climbing all the way up onto the one train car that has their quarters on top and then transfers over to the top of the dining car to head over to the end that is closer to the, the smaller structure. Okay. Oh wait, Delilah's in here now. It just defaults to being near Ox if Henry's too far away. Rowan looks at his arm to see the two holes in the fabric of his sleeve and back over to Kian. You see a look of slow realization on his face, shakes his head once and turns away from you back to the enemy. He lunges for this figure with his sword now, back in his human form. And you have a pretty bad taste in your mouth. Feels like you've bitten into a piece of rotten fruit. And Rowan's sword slashes down across the sternum and chest of this figure. You hear the ripping of fabric um, as the cloak almost falls away. Virgil, it's your turn. Okay, he would jump back in and get around behind this figure. That is a dirty 20 from my end. You do it. So he would swipe the legs out from under this halfling on the table and pin them with a paw. Their speed becomes zero? Yes. Ox, your movement is going to be half because you are below the the train car right now on the ground. You have to clamber back up. The halfling is pinned under- The small figure. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. We just love halflings. (laughs) Could be a gnome. The little guy. Could be, it could be. The little guy, genderless. Yeah, can I roll a perception check with my elf eyes for anything outside? 24. 
you glance out the window and now you see for the first time what it is that this figure rode in on. There are barely visible ropes stretching from this ruin up over the train car. And as you look back towards the structure that you've passed, you can see just uh, reflecting the sunlight, there are more on the structures behind you that you've just passed under, like a web sort of stretching above. I think that's the problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna have Ox take any actions at this time, so. Okay. Ox, I'm gonna have to get to the top of the train. Can I try to resist? No. <laughs> I'm gonna have you turn around, walk the other direction, and just fall off the other side. What the fuck? You take five points of bludgeoning damage as you just fall from the opposite side of the train and, and land prone on the ground, again, opposite of the, the broken window. The creature that is pinned beneath Virgil is going to try to escape the grapple. Oh, that's so good. Uh, that's 27. Oh, yeah, it, 21, but not good enough. Yeah, um, Virgil just snarls in their face. Yeah, <laughs> it struggles and does not get free. Right, Kian here. We've heard there might be some folks listening to our tale and wanted to take the time to thank you all for sharing our journey. We'd love to hear more from you, so please leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube streams. We've recently made a Discord server that functions both as a place to share thoughts about the podcast with us, as well as create a community to share your own TTRPG characters and other campaign stories. You can find the link to that, as well as our other social media, at linktree slash sparethecrying. Background music is by Marika Shans, and our intro music is by Ben McElroy. And our official art is by our very own Cory at CrowQueen on Twitter. And with that, we'll see where the wind takes us, and meet you there. runs back 10 feet, holds up a palm, readies a spell, and he makes his way so that he can see through the door and he'll glance in both directions and just see like if he can see any movement. You don't see anything in these hallways. They've both cleared out or people are hiding in their compartments. So he just has his palm holding an action. Okay. Henry. Am I allowed to take perception check? Okay. You can just do another one. Cool, yeah. Well, we're at six now. We, Yeah, we're, we've gotten to six. <laughs> I was going to say, also because of the nat one, I feel like you probably did not notice Ox get up onto the train car and then fall <laughs> and fall he off. Just little... fall off. <laughs> yeah, he hears just a, a little yelp. Yeah, so he's just like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Perceives nothing. <laughs> I do not see it. I do not see it. Anyways, I'm going to use the entirety of his movement then to go the, the 60 instead of the 30 to go up towards the front of the train. And he runs and, and leaps and runs. Yeah. At that same time, I also have Delilah. She comes out because she's been paying attention to Ox. Maybe the only one. <laughs> Come out to find him on the ground and gives him a nudge with her nose and seems concerned. <laughs> It's very concerned why. <laughs> why did you roll over there and why are you making a face? 
Oh no. Oh no, you guys. It's the enemy's turn now. No, it's Rowan's turn. Oh. He's the enemy now, let's go! No, hey, hey! Don't joke I'm about that! I'm a bit worried. <laughs> so Rowan goes again just to, to slash across the, the chest of this small figure now easily accessible beneath Virgil's big old paws. Just going to go at it again with the great sword. Of course, able to hit easily, slashes across twice. You hear a sort of rasping cry from from the figure beneath Virgil's paws. Uh, and Virgil, it's your turn. Yeah, he'll just like roar in this person's face. Do you um, want to do an intimidation? Sure. I would love that. Uh, that's an unnatural one. Yeah. He just like now. <laughs> <laughs> the the pained cry turns into like. <laughs> okay. Um, Ox, it's your turn. You're from you next time. Delilah nudges you and gives you a little lick on the face. Ox reaches to give her a little pat. Something's wrong. Go find Henry. Go, Delilah. And he will uh, try to get up and move in the opposite direction. He's gonna go for this structure over here. Yeah, like opposite of the group. Removing himself. <laughs> so I'm gonna say that you took the dash action so you can only move 30 feet because you also got it from being prone. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's official. Seems fair. Oh, also roll percentage. Thank you for perception, 24. As you run away from the site of the battle, you notice as you run past one of the windows that you can see right through and you're not reflected there. And then as you run past the second window, you see yourself reflected there, looking back into your own eyes, afraid. 21 again to try to escape your grapple. That that works. They they escape. They escape my paws. They shimmy themselves out from beneath you and drop onto their feet to the ground beside the table that they've landed on and take a ready stance. Kian. What is your plan? What are you doing? He'll start blasting. He's not aiming to hit. He's aiming to intimidate. The figure brandishes their sword towards you, Kian. Just give me what you have. No one gets hurt. Henry, it's your turn. All right, cool. So Henry's actually finally close enough to the front of the train to... Where's the engineer? <laughs> Much like when you met up with Maggie, you peer in through the, the window. Um, at first, you don't see anyone in there. And then as you look down, there's a, a figure lying on the ground. They're unfamiliar to you. It looks like an older halfling, dead or unconscious. Is the door unlocked or? Yes, the door's unlocked. So Henry will go inside of the engine, give a quick check to the engineer. Are they alive, dead? Uh, make a medicine check. As you check them over, you do detect that they're alive. Nah. Obviously they've been injured. You don't see any blood and you're not sure exactly what's wrong, but they are breathing. Cool. Well, Henry knows how to turn on a train. <laughs> okay. Why are we just sitting here? Let's go. Ox is on the ground. Yeah. Henry absolutely okay, doesn't know um, that Ox I'm is running gonna... the opposite direction. I think probably it's going to take a new turn to, after all of this to turn on the train. Yeah. I, I'm going to end your turn here with you getting ready to to get this get this train rolling. Rowan looks between you, Kian, and this figure, and it looks like he's going to slash at them with his sword, but instead he just hits them with the hilt across the head. It, it makes a, a painful thunking sound, and the figure looks a bit dazed, but stays upright. Virgil. 
would you say I have enough presence of mind to see that Rowan is not trying to kill and... I don't think so. Okay. I think well, you know that this is an enemy and that Rowan's yeah. a friend. And in that case, I think he would just... Frustrated that this figure escaped him, he would go in with teeth and claws. 18 to hit. 14 to hit. 14 misses. 22 damage. Woo! This figure does not look good. You can feel some chunks of flesh rip off beneath your, your claws and teeth as you undo the sort of piece that Kian has been trying to foster. Uh, Ox, it's your turn. What did, what did these structures look like over here? They look the same. I mean, they're all different shapes, but these kind of geometric stone, maybe ruins. And this is an hour outside of... This is an hour outside of... Phoenix Island. The island, yes. Does it look like he can climb either of these structures over here? You might be able to. Yeah, he's gonna move toward uh, the structure that's further away and look for anything to grapple onto. And It looks like you could probably make your way up this this thing. The sort of pockets and holes in it, again, are, are rather geometric at 90 degree angles, square. Uh, they look like almost they were carved in there. You can use them to your advantage. Virgil does... 19 plus something at you. Absolutely. Cool, cool. This figure just now drenched in their own blood is going to go for this beastie that just um, fucked them up. Me? Yeah. Beastie? Yeah, you, beastie. I'm a house cat. I don't know what you mean. Does a 20 hit you? Yeah. Okay, cool. You take 23 piercing damage. It just hacks away at you kind of desperately. Uh, there's a bit of, of blood trickling down from a, a wound on their head that seems to be getting in their eyes. Kian, it's your turn. He'll just go with the same tactic. You can call him back if you just drop your weapon. How about you call him back first? Kian looks to Virgil. Virgil? I don't know. I don't know. You tell know. me, Daddy. Yeah. Virgil does not respond. Yeah. Ooh, um, gotta take some training courses for that. Yeah. Henry. So Neil, I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to you on this. How long would it take to start a train, a steam engine? I mean, <laughs> it depends on like the state that it's in. I mean, I'm assuming that it braked and it's not like off. Yes, um, it'd be pretty instant then. But like the getting going takes a while. Slowly chugging. Yeah, like okay. accelerating. Disengage the brake to release it and then get the accelerator to shift that forward to get it moving. All of you, uh, including Ox, start to feel a slight rumble as the train starts to move again. There's a noticeable lurch. You'll stumble a bit. Bye, Ox. <laughs> How hard did Rowan get during that fight? He's going to place a hand on Virgil's shoulder and sort of take a step back and gently try to guide you with him and he's going to roll persuasion. You have a friend who seems to be trying to get you to calm down. Okay. I'm gonna let you set a DC for how high the persuasion has to be. He rolled a 26. Yeah. So Virgil, you feel you feel this warm hand rest on your shoulder. It's a familiar feeling and the bloodlust within you starts to calm down a bit as you look at this enemy in front of you. What do you do? It's your turn. I think he follows Rowan's guidance and we'll back off. Ox, you start this turn mid-climb, like you're starting to, to make your way up this this tower. And just as you're doing so, you hear the sound of the train lurch forward and, and start to move. He would try to 
climb faster. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he mutters, shit. So you're halfway up this thing. You hear the train start moving. You keep climbing. Yeah, that would give you 15 feet so you make it to the top. Does he see the line that goes above the train up here? Yes, you do. You see one connected to each one of these pillars. He would untie his little neck handkerchief and try to zip line down onto the train. Yeah. Would it be strong enough? Give a wind. Yeah, I think, I think so. the whip would probably be... And sexy. Very Indiana Jones. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> um, I mean, he Indiana Jones it, cross this little zip line and land pretty squarely on top of the train. Pretty squarely, huh? So you make an acrobatics check. Okay. God damn it. It was so scary, it was almost a scar voice. <laughs> Don't fuck you got this. It, buddy. That's a 12. Okay. I thought it was a one. Uh, Ox, it is not a square landing. However, you do manage to land on top of the train as it begins to roll away beneath you. This cloaked enemy of yours, they seem to be weakened a bit. They lower their sword and actually kind of lean against the table just to stay up as the as this train just starts to move forward and look behind them at the, the broken window. Shit. Raise up both hands in surrender. Kin keeps his palm up. Are you working alone? Guess I am now. Did anyone else make it on the train? The shrug. Can Virgil do a little growl of intimidation just to make sure we're getting the truth out of this person? Sure. Fucking charisma. Why does it have to be charisma? Come on, riz it, cat boy. Eight. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) They don't even look at, at you, Virgil. You're just making angry cat noises. <laughs> <laughs> We're being peaceful here. Can got any healing potions or something? And he winces. I think you're fine right now. I'm not gonna let you just die. All you can really see of their face is their eyes and a bit of their brow, but you can tell they, they raise a brow as you say they look fine. You attacked us first. Shrug. Henry, are you making your way back? What are you doing? Are you controlling the train? Yeah. Okay. I mean, somebody's got the engineers passed out on the floor. Yeah. Ox, what are you doing? Ox, while the train is moving, is looking around to see if there's anybody else or anything else perched upon any of these You are past the structures at this point. Okay, at this point. Yeah. Does it look clear? Yeah. He is going to try to make his way down a ladder and back inside. Kian will look to Rowan, back to the person. Going to be able to heal you a little bit if you let us tie your hands up. Your choice. They hold out their hands. He probably just has the explorers pack in the bag of holding. Dig through, find a rope, pass it over. Do you mind? He kind of like really arm reaches, like he's trying to stay back. Rowan notices this and also keeps a distance from Yuki and takes it and, and ties the figure's hands together. Kian will move one of the healing pool. I'm choosing to believe that Kian can't tie knots. I know why you did that, yeah. but I'm also... <laughs> it's three points. Three points. I'm just a cat. He has been calmed, but he is still like ready to pounce if this person does anything. That's all his cat brain can do. Yeah. Once the train gets moving, Henry will bend down to apply seven points of healing using Cure Wounds. It's just a light golden glow around the edge of his hand where it's touching the halfling engineer. Her eyes flutter open, uh, 
and immediately she starts to scramble back away from you, reaching behind her for something, and then just ends up with like a hammer that's sitting on the ground and like points it towards you. Henry raises both hands. My apologies, I didn't mean to startle you. I'm Henry Goodlove. The hammer slowly lowers. <laughs> it seems our train was attacked by, well, several things. But yeah, I, I noticed that. They are taken care of, and I return things to a moving state. Okay. Hi. Is everyone... Go back to your compartment. I'll, I'll get this figured out. Uh, thank you. She waves you away and turns to basically the line of... I don't know what the word is. Like communicators that line one of the walls. She seems... Uh, Frazzled, but put together enough, I'd say, for you to consider her uh, trustworthy with the train. Henry will allow himself to be shooed away. Kian, as you as you step back from your healing spell, the figure makes a very sudden move, sort of sideways and backwards, like they're going to try to leap out the window. He leaps for right. them. Roll attack. Yeah, that's a 22. Your first slash misses, um, and they almost make it like halfway out the window before your second one drags them back in. Roll for damage. Uh, 35. They just crumple to the ground before Rowan tries to pull you back, Virgil. Kian drops the spell immediately. And you and Rowan fall back in your human forms onto the ground, breathing heavily, holding you very tightly away from, from this figure. Virgil just lays there, kind of dazed. He's like barely conscious. This yeah. is the scene you return to, Harry. <laughs> There's boys on the floor! Sorry, it's like the pizza scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit. Um, Keen will hold out a hand, use another of the healing dice. Two for Virgil. <laughs> Six healing? Six healing. He'll try to cast prestidigitation. Mask the scent of blood and run up to stabilize the person. Yeah, you do so. As you're doing this, Rowan's gonna stand up and help you up, Virgil, as well. Uh-huh. Henry comes up for assistance on Virgil's other arm wherever Rowan isn't holding and gives... Well, let's see what the Cure Wounds does the second time. Four. Thank you. Yeah. I rolled an at 20 on the medicine check. Okay. Stay blessed. Yeah. I'm in double digits. But guys. unconscious. Yes. He'll use more rope to tie their legs together, I guess. Or maybe tie them to the chair. So you, you set to work tying up your new friend, your new party member. Let's not go that far. Rowan takes a step away from you, Virgil, as, as Henry starts to tend to your grievous injuries. Turns back to look at you, Ox. You all right? Yeah. <clears throat> a little worse for wear, but I'm all right. Ox, if you don't mind me, that's bullshit. He gestures to the <laughs> gunshot wound <laughs> in his arm. <laughs> Would you care to explain? was probably a charm spell, was it not? Ox hasn't been looking you in the eye, Henry, until this moment. I, I heard a voice in my head and I, I couldn't help it. I, look, don't get the wrong idea. I'm not necessarily blaming you. Is Virgil able to stand on his own? If Henry backs off a little bit. Yeah, he looks a little unsteady, but he is standing. So Henry will approach Ox. It's just that all of that 
was very unusual. It's not like I would think that you would shoot anyone on purpose. I, I didn't think it was you. I just... Are Lux's guns holstered? Yeah. He wears a belt holster, right? Yeah. With a buckle? Yeah. There's a buckle. How much is Ox gonna fight if Henry takes his belt? Ox would push you away. Dex, let's make it a sleight of hand. Henry, you know, wears a bandolier. He's got two belts. He's good at he's good with buckles. Yeah, he right? knows. <laughs> Does he know if I'm getting them off of cowboys though? No. They're pretty he rowdy. Doesn't. Eight. <laughs> Should I roll? Well, let's. Uh, I think eight is low enough yeah. that yeah. Ox, you you avoid this. I mean, he doesn't go just, like, straight for the belt. It's more of a slide up next to him and then, well, I mean, there's no polite way to put if, it. Especially for the dick. if you do that, Henry, Ox will grab your hand and say, don't grab my gun. I mean it, Henry. Ox, now is maybe not the best time to be armed. You are being possessed. I think the danger has passed. Can you be so sure? Well, I mean, there are four of us and one of him, so... We can trust him for now. So I'm going to go bring our new friend here up to speak with the engineer. We do not know what was around us during that battle. Who may have been casting from places we could not see. These things do happen. Says that to you, Henry. Please try not to get into fights with each other while I am gone. He's gonna walk over and just sort of sling this small figure over his, his shoulder and walk out of the train car. Henry's fingers flex a little bit, but he does pull back if Ox will relinquish him. He will. And then take a step away. So what happened? I didn't see everything. Would you like to explain or? It was Scarlet's voice. You didn't really hear anything, though. He just felt compelled to. Not even that. It's sort of like you were watching someone else. It was... It was like an out-of-body experience. I, I couldn't help but watch myself shoot at Henry with my left hand, which I don't normally use to shoot my gun. Um. If you don't mind, if it will help us all feel a bit safer, I have a protection spell. Ox nods. Virgil will approach you and put a hand on your shoulder. There's like a light blue glow, like as if there's a small palm full of water and it just slowly spreads over your body and then dissipates. And I will cast protection from evil and good. Can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by... Aberrations, Celestials, Elementals, Fae, Fiends, and Undead. I don't know if any of that is applicable, but lasts for the next 10 minutes. And he'll step back and give you your space. You hear the door of the train car open, and a, a half-elf, one of the attendants of the train, walks up to you both. She's standing very straight, has a very purposeful calm to her. We are asking everyone to please return to their compartments, um, if you could. And she gestures to the hole in the wall where you had just escaped from. Um, we will be glad to. Do you have information on the others in the car? Was anyone hurt? Injuries, but no deaths as far as we can tell so far, but we are 
taking a, a count. So she, she looks around again. Uh, Commander Sterling? He is in the engine car. Um, Virgil will just nod to them and make his way back towards the compartments. Is there a restroom aboard this train? No. <laughs> yes, there's there's a restroom. You have a little toilet room in your car. Ox will lock himself in the bathroom. Ox looks in the mirror. You see a very scared young elvish man's face looking back at you. He'll wash his face, splash some water, and look back at the mirror. Same face, a little damp. After a few minutes like this, He's satisfied enough that he'll leave and go back. Kian is in the compartment. You see Marigold just outside the door. And she coos. I actually know she doesn't because oh. I think she's Kian right now. Ooh. But as far as Ox can see, Marigold's just there. She looks up at you. Do you want to come join us? Ox nods. Marigold just flies into compartment number five. Ox will follow suit. Not much longer, Rowan also slides open the door of the compartment and steps in, closes it behind him, immediately looks to Kian. Kian looks back at him, kind of lowers his gaze. Yeah. Yeah? Sorry. <laughs> Ooh. Did you? Henry looks over to Rowan. <laughs> Henry leans over to get a, at least a different view of Rowan. Ah, so you've encountered Gian's. He makes a fang gesture with his hands. First <laughs> oh. <So> time. <laughs> yes. So this is not a uh, secret amongst you all. Not anymore. Was it? He gestures to his arm. Did you all know? Can I insight check him? Yeah. Like, is he offended that we didn't tell him or is he discriminating? <laughs> 12. His face is pretty neutral. Yes, we found out in a sort of similar way. And you did not think this was an important piece of information for me to know? It was not our information to share. It's not what it appears to be. All right, what is it then? Curse. Yes. It's not as major as you're thinking. You've seen Kian go in sunlight. It's different. Not a vampire. I promise you. Of all people, Kian, I am not going to judge you for this. However, you did turn on your ally in battle. And though we... No, that is always a possibility. If you have a tendency to do so, you should have let me know. Sorry. What if I had attacked you back? I'm not judged you for that. That is not what I want, and it is unhelpful for everyone else. Look, I'm sorry. It's not something that I want people to know. Usually I have a better grasp on it. Usually we're not fighting in close encounters in a train car. He nods. Is there anything else you should be telling me? Looks to all of you. 
podcast, is there anything? <laughs> <laughs> Can I do a soul search real fast? Not anything from me in particular, but Kian, um, I just wanted to ask, have you always been able to do that? Well, that's a new spell. Yeah, it was. Sorry, there wasn't much time. You looked pretty hurt. It's the only thing I could think of that could help. It's just a little, um, surprising. I'm sorry. It's alright. Maybe we talk about it next time. Kians just looks down at the ground, just kind of leans into his hands. I'm not mad at you. Hadn't had a chance to try it out. Didn't think to tell you about it before. I don't like doing that kind of magic on other people. Look, like I said, I'm not upset. You probably saved my life. I just would like to know in the future. Of course. Yeah. If you ever get hurt like that again, do you mind if I use that spell on you? Or anybody else, for that matter? No, no, I don't mind. I would prefer you didn't. Of course. Ox shrugs. I don't have a problem with it. But I think I can only do it once a day, but I don't have unlimited spells, so I thought it'd be better to save Vivify in case somebody actually fell down. And he turns back to Rowan. I promise I won't use it on you. It can be something else, though. Just thinking of something that could do damage. Shakes his head. Excuse me. Turns around and leaves. Closes the door behind him. Fuck. It could have gone better. Didn't go terribly. I think maybe he just needs some time. I was not really used to the idea of people knowing. I think he is more upset that you didn't tell him than, you know, the fact that it is. I got that, but why would I have told him? It is a bit of an awkward conversation to start. You either come in with, what, I'm a vampire, but not really a vampire, or I suppose you could start off with, I've died before, you know. I don't think he needs to know all of that. It's just, he has a point. It is important to know if there are certain situations we need to keep an eye out for. And we have all been very good about accommodating that for you, but he did not know. Maybe I would have thought to prepare for that if we were going into battle, but it's not expected to get hijacked on a train. This doesn't really happen too often. Have you only ridden the line between somewhere and dawning? I've been on plenty of trains, but not quite been on one that has been attacked in this way. Have you? Not personally. I, I've seen the logistical outcome of similar situations, though the chimera was unexpected. That is what is confusing. Um, hey, Daddy. <laughs> what do I... Do I know much about chimeras? Are they just mindless beasts, like an animal, like acting on instinct, or is it possible that this one was listening to commands? Ooh, arcana check? Can I give you advantage? Uh, I don't know. What's your arcana bonus? Oh, I think it's like five. 
maybe you should roll on your own. Because mine's good, but it's not that good. Never mind, natural 20. They are considered aberrations, wild creatures, but there are tales of people capturing them, training them. There was once apparently one that was a part of a circus, a traveling circus. It was very short-lived after it attacked the performers around it um, during one of the shows. So there are a couple of stories such as that of people trying to tame them and having mild success. It's not a common thing. Virgil will share all of that with the group. It's just a bit unusual that, well, this can't have been the only person. There must have been more than one at least to stop a train in totality. But I find it hard to believe that a group of bandits tamed the Chimera. Curious to hear what person bought into our car has to say once they wake up. Yes, that will be very interesting. And I'd like to know who attacked the engineer, because, well, it was a little gentle, I'd think, for the Chimera. Somebody attacked the engineer? Yes. She was unconscious when I entered the engine. Locomotive. That means that there's still probably, unless they jumped off, someone in here. The Chimera came from the direction of the engine, right? Yes. That's interesting. Is there another hole in the train from where it... Because it, like, blasted down the door between the compartments and the dining car. But is there another, like, point of entry where that thing could have gotten in from? No. Not enough. And it came in here and jumped all the way over here, right? Like, it came in by our compartment and jumped to the other end of the train? I thought it came from We don't know. It came like, from we, the other side. It oh, okay. blasted down a door and it was just there. So we don't know how it got in. Is the engine door intact? And then... The engine door is intact. Okay, so... Our compartment on both sides, there's just holes. Holes. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Or in your car, not there. And is its body still there, or at least was it when we left it? In the dining car, yes. Okay. The creature of that size would have left some sort of evidence of where it would have entered a train. That is interesting. As I said, it definitely wasn't the chimera that took out the engineer. No. Ken would open it up just to let Marigold out. I'm gonna check if Rowan's in his compartment. Like as Marigold? Yeah. You don't see a light on, the door's closed. Is there a window to the engine room? Yes. See if he can see through and see if Rowan is there. The train is moving, so you might want to do this as Kia, not Marigold. Mm. Yeah, I'll just have Kian do it. You exit your compartment, step out into the hallway, and peer into the dining car. The body of Chimera is still laying there, but now you see a couple of attendants with looks of distaste on their faces, trying to get, like, a, it looks kind of like a sheet underneath this beast so they can lift it up and move it somewhere. That's pretty eye-catching. Until you notice there's something besides this hole that's been blasted in the wall on the outside of the train. It's a familiar symbol. And as you look a little closer, you see it is it looks like an etched symbol of the winds with an arrow pointing in each direction. But the winds have changed and they face the opposite way. And that is where we'll end our session for tonight. What the fuck? Holy fuck! But the winds have changed. Not the winds! Not the winds have changed. Not the winds. Scorpion.
Teach her not to fear. 